0: Welcome to Trust the Journey, I'm Jason Maletsky.
1: And I'm Melanie Curtis.
0: Our mission is to live, laugh, love, and learn together
1: with you. (laughs) Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. Everyone, peeps, team, family, we are here to create conscious connections, to grow and contribute through our practice of openness, honesty, vulnerability, humility, and trust, trusting the entire journey.
0: Thank you for finding us here on the internet. You're listening to us somewhere. Our handle everywhere is trustthejourney.today. You can get us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Patreon, on SoundCloud, on YouTube, all those channels out there. Please help support the show. Uh, It doesn't cost anything at all to hit that like button, push the share button, send it to somebody who might find some value from the program. Subscribing goes a very long way to helping us get more reach as well. So do five-star reviews on Tunes. If you feel that we deserve them, um, if you'd like to be deeper in conversation with us and join us more on a personal level, we offer you the opportunity to support the show through Patreon.com. And if you go to our website, TrustTheJourney.today, scroll to the bottom, hit the purple button that says Patreon, or right at the very top, there's a the little thing that says Patreon too. For those of you who can't find it, that will take you to the place where you can set up a subscription, and a subscription of any amount. I'm talking a dollar a month will get you into the Trust the Journey family. And that is a curated space where our people of like-minded souls and energy and spirit share together about ourselves and each other. And we support one another on our paths. We would love to have you there if you care to support through Patreon.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful community that's building and growing and loving each other we welcome you there for sure we're also now officially welcoming sponsors we're looking into how we are going to align with like-minded like energetic like-hearted brands as well uh so if you own a company or know a brand that would be a fit for us definitely let us know drop us a drop us a dm we would be open to that those ideas and those potential introductions And we always, always want to thank our editor, Kimberly Joy Voice. She is amazing. If you are in need of podcast or audio editing services of of any kind, reach out to her. She is at KimberlyJoyVoice.com. Yeah, and Jay and I individually, if you are looking for us on the internet, you can find us. Jay is at Instagram. I guess he's just typed into the Google Doc that he wants me to say his website instead. <laughs> I love it. Real time trust in the journey. You can go to JasonMiletsky.com, and for me, I am. All of my stuff is at MelanieCurtis.com, so that should make it easy for both of us. Uh, yeah. So today we're diving in. But I, uh, anything else you want to share in the intro, Jay? Before we go.
0: Uh I think this is a great uh starting point, you know. I really have found so much value in our audience. And I'd like to start with some gratitude. I feel I'm feeling a lot lately. There's so many people who are reaching out and directly taking the time to say, "Hey, this program has been contributing to my life in a positive way. It helped me to make the decision to stop drinking. It helped me to make the decision to approach these people in my life and improve a situation." It's helped me to look at myself in another way that I wasn't before, and now I feel better because of it. So all of you who've reached out and said, uh, who've shared how the program has affected you, I really want to express gratitude for those communications because they really do mean the world and they help continue to motivate us to show up every week and put in our efforts to continue making this happen for all of us. So thank you for those and we welcome your shares.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. It makes all the difference in the world to know how this show is impacting people and how it's helping other people. And so yeah, thank you very, very much for taking the time to reach out and share that stuff with us. It makes a huge difference for me for sure as well. Um, yeah, I'm just such a believer. You know, I mean, that's the premise of this show is important to hear that for me, I believe so deeply that in being bravely vulnerably seen and known as deeply as we can be is is actually our avenue to our highest contribution. And so to hear that 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 is actually happening out there in the world makes just makes me so, so, so happy. And it really fuels me to keep this show going in all the ways that we do.
0: Yeah, So I'd like to point out that Mel and I are both sporting our team shirts today. And she's got <laughs> her Project 19. I've got my Flight 1 shirt. And we're both involved in, in many teams, including this team right here, the Trust the Journey team. And this Teamwork thing is a huge thing. We've done many episodes on it. We've talked about it many, many times. We all find huge value in placing ourselves around others that are going to help us see ourselves better, and they're going to help us as inspiration and motivation and lift us up. You know, some of you might have saw a meme I posted the other day in which you know it's like these are the only people I let in my life are the ones who are going to help me pick up my chin when I'm feeling down. So. I want to talk to Mel where today's topic is Project 19 and the recent uh, Women's World Record. It's been a huge project that's been underway for years now, and there's so much to talk about. It's so exciting. It's been all over the media for the last few weeks. And I'm very proud of Melanie and everybody in the entire Project 19 organization. Well done, women. (laughs) And please tell us about it. Before. Yes,
1: thank you. Oh god, tell us about it. Oh, who knows where to even begin? It's so difficult to know where to begin, but thank you for acknowledging it and and also to I think acknowledging that it is has been years in the making is worth noting. The project itself, so Project 19 just to be super clear, is the women's vertical world record that just occurred in Arizona over Thanksgiving week in 2022. And we beat the current record, which the well, I guess not the current record. The old record was 65, and the new official record is is 80. Um, but what's I think even I I've said this in interviews already a lot, but I think it is so wildly inspiring that we did something that has never been done before. Yes. We did a new world record, but we had a hundred women, all together, and the, and more women in the entire broader team of this record team, which I feel is very much inclusive of everyone on the ground, everyone on the support team, everyone on the bench team, everyone on the actual skydives that became the record. All of everybody is a part of that team, and that energy is super super important to note. But anyway, where I'm going with this is having 100 women exit an aircraft, multiple aircraft in flight and come together in a really spectacularly executed way. It might not have been an official world record, but that has never been done before. And it was so electric to be on those skydives. They went so well. Like, I just think it's so important to note that that, okay, yeah, maybe a few people were not exactly in there on their grips at the right time. But it's not like they were flinging around off everyone was right there flying beautifully flying safe, doing their job. It was just amazing to be a part of that. And I'm thrilled that the inspiration of this story is gonna go on for years and years to come. I mean, I'm never gonna not talk about it. It was that motivating and moving for me.
0: Fantastic. And I'm so proud of everybody involved. The energy was, has been electric. And it's been incredibly motivating. Even though I'm not a woman, I can jump on this bandwagon and I can proudly cheer and be like, go girls go because you can see how much a preparation and a practice and visualization I i so I know what kind of work goes into bringing these kinds of efforts to fruition. and. I've been watching this since 20, I believe 2019 was the fruition of the event and it was in celebration of the 19th Amendment, am I correct?
1: Yeah, that's right. And yeah. just before so, I before I talk about that, you're a male ally and that's important to note, Jay, Jay, cuz like you being a person who's going, yeah, yeah, cheering on the girls and and really being in support of what we're doing to elevate women, a you know, again, it's women are a marginalized group. So for you as a man, to be elevating and and supporting us and using your privilege privilege to be in support of what we're doing makes a difference. So thank you for that. And I just want to say that that that's important to just highlight really quickly.
0: Well, it's my honor, you know, I've been honestly witness to toxic masculinity dominating the earth as an entirety for my entire existence as Jason
1: in this life.
0: And I'm pretty sick of it. I think it sucks. Yeah. So I think it's time for women to step up and take step up into their majestic, royal, powerful selves and be leaders and be those powerful mothers and guiding energies that they they can towards our planet as a whole. Yeah. This is just another example of where the feminine is flourishing
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that energy is coming to bloom, yes. you know, uh, literally in, in a flower formation in the sky.
1: Yes. You know?
0: <laughs> so let me, let me touch on, um, some relativity here for those who aren't necessarily in touch with how this scales, there are plenty of world record attempts out there. Uh, the all women's world record attempt is a very different thing because what, please correct me, what is or inform me, what is the percentage of female skydivers in skydiving relative to male?
1: Yeah, currently, the the f- current percentage of women in skydiving is 14%. So women are vastly underrepresented in our sport. And what's fascinating about this record is I don't know the exact number, but the current coed world record, I believe is I don't actually know it's something like one sixty five or something like that it's it's yeah, whatever they
0: did two hundred way attempts earlier this year, yeah and didn't succeed at them yeah,
1: right, yeah. right, right. and so yeah. doing even the official world record of eighty of an eighty way is you know approximately fifty ish whatever percent of the co-ed record now see that in comparison to the percentage of women in the sport. it's freaking amazing. so the women that are in the sport of skydiving are powerhouse women. They're going for it. Excellent. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, so, okay, we're underrepresented yeah. in the sport, but damn, look at what we can do. It's really, really impressive what Project 19 became. And I, you mentioned the 19th Amendment, so I want to make sure I say that really quickly too, is that Project 19, is it was originally inspired after the 100-year centennial anniversary of the 19th Amendment, which in the United States secured the right to vote for women here. And so that was at a time in history when there was the sweeping movement of the women's suffrage, of women securing the right to vote all over the world. And so there are still certainly places in the world where women are still fighting to have a voice in all kinds of ways. That's a much larger discussion. But the inspiration about the centennial. So this was supposed to happen in 2020. And then, of course, COVID. And it ended up adding two more years to our effort. And so this has been three years in the making for Project 19 specifically. But every woman who's on this team in any capacity has decades and thousands of hours, like years and years experience skydiving and tunnel flying to get to the point to get to the skill level where they could participate and be in service to an effort like this.
0: Okay, so that is actually the next point that I wanted to get us to touch on is this record is a vertical world record. So yep. for those of you who don't know the difference between a skydiving world record of however many people versus a vertical world record is, everybody's flying upside down, which what happens when you're flying in a vertical orientation is your air speeds the terminal velocity that we're falling at is a much higher rate of speed which means that every control input that you make with your body becomes much more sensitive or much more reactive just the slightest little movement of your fingers you can literally move your fingertips and it will move you forward backward left right or slow you down or speed you up and so this can very easily be exaggerated and And when you are in a large group of people or a large group of people are amassing together, there are these waves that move through the formations. So if you're in a belly-to-earth configuration, which is the typical world record, large formation world records are done in a belly-to-earth configuration, all these things, the same things occur, but they're more subdued. They're, They're easier to control. They happen a little more slowly the terminal velocity is lower the waves that move through the formation are slightly easier to control when we're in a vertical aspect and we put ourselves at this high terminal velocity about 140 what, what was your base for 140, 180
1: 180 oh I believe gosh. so cuz you have to go okay, fast so. <laughs> you have to keep that center yeah, the center of the it, formation has to yeah. keep go has to go fast because it feels slower on the outside um, and so you, we need it to be fast; otherwise, people will be struggling with that fall right on the outside. So it's it's there's a lot to think about.
0: So so it has to go fast so that there's range so that the people who are approaching can slow down and speed up and have range of movement to match whatever's going on so that they can equalize with their, with whatever those waves are. Correct. So, uh, first, I wanted to clarify the difference between a belly to earth formation and a vertical formation, and to say that these women are not just stepping up to say, "Hey, let's go do a hundred way." belly formation, because I'm sure that we could execute that with no, without a doubt. We're <laughs> stepping it up here to the very most challenging type of large formation. And so. some
1: full respect to belly big ways as well. Those require equal respect. It is a different environment, though, as Jay points to. It is a much higher speed environment, and it is a much more dangerous environment as a result of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what I wanted to get to with that is the skill level or the experience and skill that is required for the women in attendance of this is going to be at a very high level. Correct. So it's not like you can go make a hundred jumps and you're now qualified to participate on something like this. We're talking about, at a minimum, high hundreds or low thousands of jumps in order to acquire the aerial skills necessary in order to perform in this type of a situation. So not only is the skill level required to be super high, but the type of skydive, which is large, large formation skydives, they don't happen that much. They're harder to access on a regular basis. So the women involved, you let you ladies did a wonderful job of putting in place all the preparations leading up to this and I'd like for you to take some time to elaborate on what was what happened in the years leading up to the actual record attempt in order to ensure that everybody going on the skydives themselves actually had the skills and deserved to be there and were safe to be there relative to each other.
1: Yeah, that's a great question and there's a multitude of things that w- answer that question physically literally there were a multitude of training camps so there were events that were hosted there were regional captains that were brought onto the team they they hosted camps in their local areas so that women could start to attend these camps to get more currency with these skills to gain the skills that they needed to be a part of bigger and bigger formations to understand what being on level looked like, to understand what it felt like to have range flying in their slot, to understand and and be able to execute safely a break off, which is flying away from this large formation to create airspace so we can open our parachutes in a safe way from in a safe distance from each other. So all kinds of physical, literal skills going into building the skill set. So that happened, that was was happening the whole time. And they had a we had a multitude of, of different levels of camps. We had phase one camps, we had these regional camps, and then phase one camps, phase two camps. So people that were growing in the skills could then go to these later camps that were intentionally bigger. Because I don't know about you, but it's not every day you can just jump on a hundred way vertical head down jump, <laughs> right? Like we, need, we needed to create opportunities for people to be able to get into the sky to see what it even looks like to jump out of a trail plane. It's actually quite it was a, a really awesome benefit that the 200 way co-ed record with training and tryouts and all that was happening at the same time because that had a crossover effect of giving Project 19 participants and, and vice versa, 200 way participants opportunities to to go to these camps and get that much more training. So that's one is the literal physical training. Secondly, is in getting into these environments in being current in learning these skills and doing these jumps and going through a process, you're also building the mental fortitude that you need. You're also cutting the fear, the anxiety, you're building the confidence, you're building the competence, confidence, competence, both are required to be a part of this. And so that's, also huge. We get that by doing so many different things, but a lot of it is getting into the actual arena, getting the experience and and getting the coaching and doing the visualizing, getting on the app and watching the videos and that, that like I could go on and on and on about that too. The last thing I'll say and we can expand on any one of these points, but the very first and most important thing and this is throughout the whole process is making sure that the idea, the purpose behind this mission was known and felt, right? So like, I don't know about you, but I came out of retirement to do this. You know, like I was, I had not done a world record skydive since 2013, almost a decade ago, right? And I just because I was like, ah, I'm not so into it. I'm like, always believe in the records and always support the team and always am really cheering them on on my own social media channels and all that, but just was like, not that interested per se in doing the jumps, right? And so what brought me out of retirement from these kinds of skydives and made me really want to go, okay, you know what, I'm going to spend three years of my life and my energy and my time and my resources putting toward toward this mission that has that I maybe wouldn't have wanted to do otherwise. The, the whole reason for that for me is because of the this mission that it was about elevating women and girls and inspiring women and girls and giving women and girls an example of what's possible, both in skydiving and out of skydiving. That is made me go, OK, I'm going to go to these these camps. OK, I'm going to buy another plane ticket and I'm going to fly to Arizona and I'm going to go to that camp. Okay, I'm going to actually, you know, like all kinds of stuff that I would not have done otherwise was motivated because of this deeper purpose. And so that was very important as a part of bringing our bigger team together. So it's not just me being inspired, it's everyone in their own ways using that purpose to motivate their actions so that we could make this actual three-year dream possible.
0: You know, I just uh, a couple of days ago watched a after school video. Do you ever watch any of those on YouTube after school?
1: No, no,
0: no. So it's this, it's this excellent series of videos that is produced using whiteboard graphic. Oh yeah, illustration yeah, yeah. Oh, I
1: didn't just didn't know what they were yeah, called. The, cool.
0: Yeah, so they're they're very well produced, and they have a host of different of uh, um, speakers. Th- speaking on a topic in particularly, and this one that I watched last week was hosted by Jordan Peterson. Uh, and he was referring to the the whole intention of this program was to get us to r- recognize that serving a higher purpose, that finding this value in our life to say, where do we truly find happiness? Where do we truly find meaning? Where do we truly find value and why do I feel? Content for having done something, or do I feel a feeling of self value, of self worth, is in finding higher purpose and in serving a higher purpose. So I applaud you for recognizing that this is not about your ego. This is not about Melanie Curtis. I am a fucking world record yeah. holder. Look at me, no, badass. God, no. Look at my jersey. It's. <laughs> it is, this is exactly the opposite of that, right? Correct. The entire point of a venture like this of an investment like this is to connect with other people out there who also want to pursue growth and passion mm-hmm. and excellence within themselves and within teams and to serve a higher purpose so okay cool great let's go do a hundred way skydive who cares mm-hmm. i don't care if you go do a hundred way skydive because whatever You're just going to stroke your own bone, right? It's like, (laughs) oh, check me out. I did a hundred way, you know? But if you make the reason why that you're doing something to to be serving the value of the human existence, right? Mm -hmm. Other people on the planet who are struggling through this journey, just like you and I are going, well, this sucks. Look at that part of the world. And this sucks. Look at that part of the world. Then you go, "Look, look, there's some people who are elevating the human experience and recognizing the value that can be found in the human experience and focusing our attention onto things that can actually bring us up as groups, mm-hmm. individuals, communities, genders, yep. populations, civilizations, you you name it. Absolutely. So, we you're hitting the nail right on the head here with the why do this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean.
0: I'm, I'm, i sorry, I'll add the link to the sh- to that episode in the show notes for oh, those yeah. people who want to go watch that after school episode. I'll make sure it's in the show notes after.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love that you brought that up because, listen, it is cool. You know, it's definitely cool. Skydiving has a cool factor. I've said this about Highlight as well, which is the demonstration jump team that we have using skydiving as a vehicle to champion women and girls as well. And it's it's not about the skydiving. It'll be great, uh, certainly part of the Women's Skydiving Network. So the Women's Skydiving Network is the foundation. I'm the executive director of that foundation, and it funded Project 19. It was one of the major missions of this year that the Women's Skydiving Network put its resources behind. And we would love to see, certainly to see Project 19 and highlight increase the number of women that join skydiving and become active skydivers. That would be great. We would love to see the representation of women, that percentage rise. And there's a lot of different reasons. We're actually doing a, we're working on a campaign right now to figure out and get some answers and some data actually around why women leave skydiving and just try to understand why that percentage is, is low and lower, even when the percentage of men and women who try skydiving is relatively equal, um, so we're we're doing some work to get some answers around that. We don't have them yet per se, but that deeper inquiry is is happening, which is exciting because once we have more data, we can hopefully speak more and do more that is more directly resonant with reasons why women and women might be not sticking around or whatever, um, or we might have more insight. Anyway, the point is is that yes, it would be great to see the representation of women in skydiving increase. But the and the core mission is is so much broader than that. Like doing anything at an elevated level is so fascinating to me, whether it's skydiving, whether it's knitting, whether it's dancing, whether it's shooting guns, whether it's whatever, like there's there's so when you really get into something deeply, you you get into the what I feel like is the really exciting part where there's so much nuance, there's finesse, there's so much knowledge that you wouldn't access if you just accessed something on a superficial level, right? Someone does a tandem jump, they don't understand and can't possibly get the coolness and the Electricity, the life that's in being a member of a four-way team or being a part of a world record team like what we just did. And that that is what I that's another thing I like about this, is that okay, cool, be bold and brave. Well, what does that mean? Well, maybe that means going deeper in what you're interested in. What does it look like to go kind of like really big in what you're called toward? You know, so those questions, really inviting people into that self-inquiry is super exciting to me. And I want to, of course, obviously we do that all the time here on Trust the Journey, but I want to do that. I'm thrilled. Like a huge reason why I did Project 19 is because I know I can do big things. I know. I already know. There's no part of me that didn't feel capable. Right? They're really and I'm not just saying I'm not saying that as an arrogant statement. I know I know I'm not the best skydiver in the world. I know I'm one of them. I also know with great humility that if I didn't go to the camps, if I didn't do the jumps, if I wasn't current, I would also not be able to do this record because I wouldn't be ready for it mentally, emotionally, physically. So I did that work for the purpose of knowing how much goodness was going to be on the other side of that experience. Does that make sense? Like, I'm almost more excited now to, like, be able to talk about what it took versus the actual doing. It's like, t- definitely, to me, definitely type two fun. Definitely.
0: <laughs> yes. So you're you're describing every mountain that I've ever climbed in the same mm-hmm. scenario where you've got this daunting task totally. ahead of you. And, you know... That a large part of it is going to be arduous. A lot of it will be not fun. Totally. Some of it will be painful. <laughs> yeah. There'll be some some bloody knuckles along the way or some emotional challenges to overcome. There'll be fear. Yep. There'll be big chunks of fear. Like oh, big, yeah. Big, huge lumps of fear that want to run you over. Oh my God, yes. The whole point of it is to be able to you know, surpass these obstacles to surmount these obstacles and to reach a point within ourselves, where we feel that feeling of success, where we have achieved our goal of, you know, reaching whatever it is, and and it isn't a number, it isn't a place, it's not, it's not a thing. It's, it's about standing up to those challenges within ourselves and facing our own fears, facing our own Ideas of limitation, you know, changing what we, how we view ourselves as being limited. Mm -hmm. So the, the big why that I wanted to put on the table of like, why go do this? You know, why is the real important question is why is, is the individual growth that comes with it? And if you take, all right, so if you take a hundred women who are in a sport where there's only 14%. And now you empower those hundred women with an elevated level of self-confidence, self-worth, self-value, and the ability to go out and, and teach other women at a level where they can do so with a level of not arrogance but confidence. Yes. That it, it, that it is obvious to any younger woman who or newer woman joining that community or being exposed to that, Environment who sees that and goes, I want that confidence. I want to be like that, and that is the bigger why to these types of events, right? Is to really teach and offer that guidance and an example to the to the new people involved. And I wanted to ask you, why do we want more women and why why skydive like? What 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 is the point of jumping out of a plane? I and mean, we're on to it now, right? Like we're touching on, there's no point in jumping out of a plane except for the pure <laughs> experience of it, except the growth that we get from yeah. standing up to our own fears.
1: Oh, I can't tell you, Jay. I cannot tell you how many times over the last three years I heard my head, my voice, my brain say, the fear say, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this. I, what am I doing? Why am I still doing this? Why am I torturing myself? Like, like so many times, so many times, try being one of my two best friends, right? (laughs) Who had to hear me talk about (laughs) how, how stressed I was all the time about this. And it's because of that, you know, real true respect of the environment that we were going to be stepping into. But I also had an intuitive calling to this. I really had an intuition that this was going to be incredibly worth it, far more than I could ever actually anticipate, even though I'm pretty practiced at thinking beyond what my brain can currently contemplate like I've I'm I'm intentionally in that practice of going I believe that we can do so much more than we ever currently think we can do so I know if I'm thinking okay this is gonna this is gonna give way to x y z a b c and it's gonna be fucking dope right I know that it's probably gonna be way more than that you know, and so there's this knowing of like, there's so much power here for all of us. And so you brought it back to this idea that, okay, I I want a woman who is new to skydiving. And this is just our skydiving community. But I I, I invited all, I invite us to look at this actually quite broadly. And that woman says, I want that confidence. I want to I want to be like that, or I want to have an experience like that, or I want to be enlivened at that level, whatever it is that that woman is drawn to based on our example. That that stuff is what we I want people to take away from Project 19, whether we were in it on the actual skydives, having set an actual official world record or not, on the other teams, like that stuff, taking that and going, you know what? I am allowed. I am now legitimately empowered. And I say allowed with sort of air quotes around it. That's sort of a, I'll speak to that in a little bit. I am allowed, I am empowered to have a voice to take up space to push back on these socialized structures of how women are supposed to be pleasing, how women are supposed to be silent, how women are supposed to do whatever it is that their societies have positioned them to do and the ways that they are supposed to be. And that is wildly exciting to me that if any woman goes, you know what, I'm going to speak up. I'm going to actually speak in a place where I normally would have been silent. I am going to step into a room and I am going to feel in my body, in my energy, and myself, that I am allowed to take up space. I should be in this room. Right? Like that stuff that excites me more than anything anything else i could give a flying fuck about world records and honestly and i mean that in the most loving way possible i literally do i mean it in the loving i love I world records love that. i
0: fucking love i right I, 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 I am gonna I just have to fucking <laughs> say your are na- your nail it. it is not about no, the record. it no. is about the empowerment of the people.
1: Yes. Yeah. I like it as a vehicle to that 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 energy, to that life force, to that that permission that we hopefully are gonna be giving to a lot more women and girls out there. That excites me to no end. And that's why, okay, yeah, you want to interview me about about Project 19? Fuck yeah. CBS Evening News, you want me to talk to you about Project 19? Fuck yeah, I will. NBC, know your value. Yup, yup. ABC, good morning, America. Let's do it. All of it. Why? To amplify this idea and being an example of what this looks like. You know what I mean? Like I'm here in my voice right now talking about this going, you know, and there's probably a lot of people that are like, Oh God, women's empowerment stuff. Right. God, can't they just, I mean, no one's blah, uh, blah, 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 whatever the, whatever the resistance might be. I know that there's plenty of that, that I will meet in being this person in the world, but I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm okay with it. I've done a lot of healing work. I'm ready to meet conflict. Who knew? <laughs>
0: Uh, this goes to the this goes to the classic um ch- you know children's analogy of like you know covering your light kind of or letting your light shine the little the little you know this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine you know we all <laughs> sang this as children yep. and it's it's you know it's designed to to get us into that space within ourselves where we're able to actually recognize or like hey i can be a powerful force in this world and Melanie, I mean, you, you've said it a hundred times and you are a ball of light. Yeah, and we I am a ball of light. Mm-hmm. We're all balls of light. We're all actually one great big ball of light. Yep. And we're all representing one photon of that ball of light as one energy. Yes. So this idea of being it being OK, not only OK, but it being something to celebrate, to be br- brilliant. Yeah. to be shiny, to be vocal, to be taking up space, however, whatever type of words we want to put around the description of it's okay to shine. It's not yeah. okay. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's it's just wonderful. And so I am incredibly plou- proud of the work that I've seen. And I want to pull our attention towards how that effort was highlighted through the efforts to put, I believe, it was just each and every woman on the cover. Talk to me about these covers. Oh, yeah. I've seen these beautiful works yeah. of art that were done one by one, highlighting each of the members of this group yes. and bringing the attention to say, this woman is a powerhouse. This woman yes. is a light. This woman is a, an energy that is emitting into their society and their culture, their, their community, their core group, their family, their sport.
1: Yeah. Tell me about it. Ugh. Gosh, well, so what Jay's talking about is we had our art, our artistic uh, person, the teammate that we worked with for art, for art, art design, graphic design, he made these covers for us look like these beautiful magic, beautiful, beautiful magazine covers for Project 19. And they're all individual. They're all personal. They're very, very, oh, God, they're just so beautiful. I don't even I mean, there's a link we can I know they're on the Internet somewhere. But that, I think, points to the range of inspiration and the range of of results, impact results is the wrong word, but the range of what's available in this experience. And what I mean by that is, and I spoke to this as someone in leadership at the record itself, speaking to. And calling each woman into this knowing, right, that they are the story, right? They are the, the energy, they are the light, the life, the leadership, right? That it's not just the, you know, six people or whatever sitting in the front, always talking to the group, right? There's there's that individual node of leadership in our respective communities, as you point to. And then there's this notion of being a, a teammate and a single, like, you know, that, that person who is serving a bigger whole, right? And we can see that in little micro examples all the way throughout the record. For example, I, if I'm talking about myself and my experience, I need to do my specific job exiting the Sky Van at this it, you know, time after this person flying in, getting on this level, grabbing the grip of this person and that person, and then doing XYZ with my arm so other people can grab onto me. That's my individual job in the record, right? I also am a part of a little sub team inside the record where we have this, our pod, we call it E pod because that's just what it was labeled on the, on the diagram. And so we became this little like sub team where as a pod, we started to work together and we formed our own little team dynamic that became its own little power source that became, it helped us kill it and do an excellent job, really, really do an excellent job together. Then we had, okay, we had the golden pod and we had EPod. And we, we were like, then like this whole kind of sector became like this, we had this energy and we made this really funny joke. It was (laughs) because Trust the Journey is a, an audience that can understand and accept raw, horrible humor. Uh, We just, we started joking (laughs) about, (laughs) this is going to sound terrible, but it was so funny. And again, this humor helped lighten the energy. It helped take a little steam out of the pot. We were joking about the golden pod and having these two pods. So it became this joke of like golden shower DP. <laughs> 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 and it's Fantastic. just so horrible. So DP, of course, like this horrible reference to like, uh, you know, sexual act that I support anyone if they want to be a part of it. But, you know, <laughs> but the, jo- the joke was like, we, we did that. That was part of our team dynamic was to be yeah. sort of yeah. bringing a little bit of humor to this really very important job that we had. So this, you know, golden pod, e-pod, little section became a little sub team in the bigger team as well. And that energy grew and grew and grew. So where I'm bringing this back to is when we start to recognize our power to be a node of energetic leadership and to be a node of of active relational leadership, then we can step into that. You know, it doesn't have to be. Oh, Melanie Curtis, she's so cool. She's a leader. I'm not. No, no, no. Nay, nay, nay. I, who was I? Who was I 20 years ago? I was just an excited yeah. young skydiver who was wanting to yeah. be in this world you know what I mean? And so I really encourage people who are wanting to be in their world in whatever way to recognize that no matter where you are positioned hierarchically in a a system or a structure, you are a leader, you can step into that leadership and rise into that leadership. And it's available to all of us all the time.
0: Yeah. If you're you're watching our, our YouTube, take a look at this. Just look at these beautiful Powerful women. You can see a series of these covers here. And if you're not on our YouTube, you can go on Instagram and you can check out project19 underscore skydiving and that will get you to the Instagram page. Uh, They're also on Facebook at project19slash women's vertical world record. If you want to go and inspect and have a look at all this stuff and be inspired by it, it's truly inspirational the images say so much and then there's all kinds of videos on here there's lots of different reels you'll see lots of melanie talking doing her shining in her way along with a lot of the other uh, incredible uh, women that are involved here and i'm honestly i'm such a huge fan of so many of these women they're on like top of my list for people that i admire and look up to it's really been a pleasure to to watch uh the whole thing unfold thank you let me open the door to you a little bit and say what are your big feels right now now that the it's wrapped up and you're in kind of the afterglow stage and you're like okay that was so many years have gone by is there an immediate feeling of like a need to retarget or is there a feeling of like a time to settle and let the waters calm like where how do things sit for you now
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like there is a a totally understandable decompression phase and reflection phase and processing phase. And by the way, I don't know, you might be able to hear it in my voice. I'm a little bit just on the tail end of a sickness. And that is not surprising. It is not surprising that I came home. And after really pushing my body to the absolute limits, that I would come home and have a little bit less of an immune system to be able to fight something like that. So I ended up getting sick as well.
0: Do you know that there's been some evidence recently that's been revealed that shows that uh, the way that our immune system works is that if we know that we are needed, that we're present, and that we are having to be able to perform is that Our immune system will up the defenses in order to make sure that we are not gonna go down in a time where we're part of a where we're present and we need to be there. And whether that's to fight or to feed or to protect or whatever. And then as soon as that our system knows we're like, oh, okay, I'm off duty. I don't need to be there. The immune response drops and a viral load that might be hanging out waiting or bacterial load. Is right there, and all of a sudden the, the energy level shifts. And then we often find ourselves getting sick after uh, a large event of some type or a yeah. large responsibility of some type due to the way that our uh, immune system is programming for that.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's definitely what I've experienced. I've experienced that many times. Um, one thing that I think is Back important. Well, one thing that I think is important to highlight for me personally and this is saying a lot because I have you know, 12,000 jumps, I've been skydiving 26 years. This week was the most intense week I've ever experienced in my entire skydiving career. And specifically Saturday, the last day of jumps, was bar none the most intense single day of skydiving I've ever had. And that is because we did six jumps, you know, 20,000 feet, 19,000 feet. Like it is, it was intense. All, all world record attempts with high emotional pressure, high physical pressure, high and emotional beautifulness from the team. Like there was just so much there. We anticipated only being able to do five jumps a day. And on this day, we actually did six in that environment under that level of rigor. And so what's...
0: That's a lot.
1: It's a lot. It's a lot. That's and a lot. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching
0: Scott Evan for 28 years doing six world record uh, attempts in one day is uh, a lot.
1: From that altitude. I mean, it takes... In a day it's is, freezing. Is a, yeah freezing it yeah. takes a long time to get to the to to get to the altitude the higher altitudes you're breathing oxygen from 12,500 feet up to exit altitude all of the things that go into it and that's part of it too you know is that like that was really really hard but i could do it you know like this is something that i think is so important for people to take away is that like life is not necessarily gonna just make it easy for us, right? You and I have talked at length on this show about our deep healing journeys and the traumas we've experienced in our lives and all that we've had to do and go through through all the ways that, ways that we've aimed and, and worked to heal. It's similar on the other side as it goes toward creation and, and being a part of and being in service to big things. So if I talk about this as a result, as, a, as it relates to being an ally or being in leadership to, okay, this is a, a huge movement. You know, we're in service to the movement of opening and rising the consciousness of the world, right? And I'm in this movement of equality and what does diversity and equity and inclusion really mean? What does it actually look like to be in service to a movement that's going to take decades, that'll take your life? You know what I mean? And so those things are, I think, worthwhile questions to think about because otherwise, oh, God, I feel like it could just feel so daunting, you know, that we have to know that the the rigor is part of it and the rigor is where so much of the beauty is born. And like... I just feel unstoppable, you know, like you asked me the question of how do I feel now? I, I, I feel literally unstoppable. I, and I, that's not just because that Sia song is so awesome on Instagram, which it is, by the <laughs> that's way. That's
0: all I can think about right now. That's all I can think about. I know, about.
1: <laughs> but it's true. I, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just, I, I could ramble on and on. I, I really feel like my brain's still not even, not even to the point where I could can do this with any concise sharing but i feel so incredible I, and i'm so proud and i'm so grateful
0: i am so proud of you thank you and i am so grateful on behalf of everybody out there i would like to express that <laughs> and i feel like there is a like inevitability to the fact that what will happen as a result of this effort, there's a tier of leadership within this organization that are highly experienced women who've been involved in the sport for their entire lives. Yep. And what's going to happen, the way that this works is the next time that something happens, not every single one of those people will be involved, mm-hmm. right? Some people will step out and some will carry on, but others will step up. Yep others will step up into the shoes of leadership and take take those reins and they'll do so with a level of empowerment and a level of confidence that may exceed the level of those who are already in the positions doing so now because of the way that these energies work we can look at this example through the world right now and this is a really interesting concept to observe so let's let's just look at this play for a second and you can see when i look back And I see I look at my life and the things that I did in my own career and I go, how hard was it for me to learn that or how challenging was it for me to develop this skill or to retain the ability to be able to perform this, you know, maneuver or whatever. Now, I can see somebody (laughs) else attain that same skill in a much shorter period of time and they surpass it and exceed it to a much higher level because it is an additive effect because there's an exponential curve that occurs so when we get together and we push the our own development and our own skills and our own our own light when we shine our light brighter and we do so fearlessly it gives others the the confidence and the the it's the the self-confidence to say, I can also shine that bright and I can also shine brighter. Yeah. And I think that's really, really what it's about because we know where the world stands today. If any of us look around and we take a good hard look at the the earth in the year 2022 and we say, are we happy with the current political situations? (laughs) Are we happy with the power structures that are at play? Are we happy with the economic systems that are at play? No, it's a straight no. No, Nobody's happy with the way that this is laid out. So obviously, it's up to us to change it. It's up to us to step up and shine brighter than the people who shone before us. And they have led the way for us, and they lead the way for us, and we lead the way for our next generation. And so this is where my excitement and my energy comes from, because I know that now what's not going to... There's not going to be... 100 women who shine brightly as a result of this 100 way record attempt. There are going to be 10,000
1: yeah. women that yeah. shine
0: brightly as a result of this because it'll be a 10x result. It is not a one to one ratio. Absolutely. It is a 10 to one ratio.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for saying all that because that's the idea. How big a boulder can we throw in? to make the biggest ripples, biggest waves that we can throw in, you know. And I I think it's important. I haven't really said much about this. I mentioned the 19th Amendment and the right to vote. But another hope is that Project 19 calls up into people's consciousness, into people's front top of mind that they have the right to vote that that is part of their way to use their voice to speak and make change in these current systems. The other thing that I will say, and I briefly mentioned this earlier at the very start, about the reason the 100 way excites me more is that the world record itself is within the system of what they told us we can do is what they told us is inspiring. And you know what? Half of what Project 19 and what we're doing is all about is that, you know what? We're not. We're about not being a part of those systems. We're about breaking down those systems that were meant to keep us small and silent. And so that's why, for me, the 100 way that is imperfect but exceptionally done and powerfully represented, that to me goes, yeah, hell yeah. We operate outside of those systems. We break our own ground here, and you know, so it's like there's a balance to that. I think of like working with the systems that we currently have by voting, by making those change by by people who are called to run for office to run for office and making really making the effort to get to the polls, <laughs> um, you know, and then also like a lot of what we're doing in in service of deeper healing and psychedelic medicines being newly decriminalized and on a legalization path for the sake of of humanity a, accessing a rising consciousness and a deeper healing for people more broadly those are examples of things that are happening outside of the current systems as they exist you know so there's a lot a lot a lot there But I would want to leave people with that idea is to, when we say use your voice, use your vote, it is not just a tagline. It is real. It is like, what does it look like for you to use your voice? Is it speaking up with your partner? Is it speaking up in your community? Is it being in service to an idea in the advertising team that you're on at work, it, whatever, you know what I mean? And using your so vote.
0: Hashtag
1: yeah, call go ahead. to action. Yeah. Hashtag
0: yeah. call to action, right? And the call to action is to look inside yourself, not Correct. to to others, but to look inside yourself and say, what actions can Correct. I take within my own life? Yes. To upgrade the person that I am by the actions that I'm taking to affect affect the world around me.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And and the voting. So it's that that's the call to action, looking inside yourself ask, asking those questions and answering them, then figuring out how to do those things. Right. And it's not always going to be you're just by yourself. Sometimes you might need help right? Like that's, and I'm not saying that to advertise myself as a life coach. I'm saying that that everybody needs that help. I have that help too. I have a support team too. Like people, I don't ever want people to look at me and go, oh, well, she's just unique and and different. And wow, she's just so much better at that. I could never do that. No. Like if anything, I've had more anxieties than would ever be like, you know what I mean? I've had so many different ways my fears have tried to stop me, and I've had to figure out how to get through those, and a big part of that is having a support system that supports me to, to get those skills and be able to do that. So anyway.
0: I'll just bring it right back to how we started the episode. It's all about team, right? Like, <laughs> you know, I've got my team shirt on. You've got your T-shirt yeah. on. We're doing our team thing together. Yeah. And the, the expose, whether that team is two people or... Me myself and I, or it's a larger group, or a larger or an, group an entire or a large, voting or an entire block, society of civilization. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Or the an whole entire planet, voting you know? block.
1: Yeah, or the entire planet. Yeah,
0: yeah. This, this concept of team being greater than an individual, it's true. Yeah, it's 100 percent true. You know, both Melanie and I can sit here and attest to the fact that yeah, we've both put huge efforts into becoming better versions of ourselves as skydivers and as individual people, but we would never reach the levels that we're at without the teamwork that comes from working together with each other, with our families, with the people around us, with the groups that inspire us and looking. And I encourage anybody who's listening to this, if you're if you're nervous or you're shy or you're not quite confident enough to walk up to somebody like Mel or anybody on one of these records and you say, I don't know, I got 10 jumps. I don't want to walk up and say something. Go walk up and say hi. Do yeah, you know how they're going to greet you? Well, they're going to welcome you. They're going to welcome your enthusiasm. They're going to encourage you. I highly encourage you to just go and approach the people that inspire you and, and become involved and join their team and make a team.
1: Yeah. The real, the coolest yeah. thing there is is being inclusive and being welcoming and being, yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Oh my god, so so true. Thank you for saying that, Jay. And I, I want to really make sure before we close, for pe- for women who are listening to this that are in the skydiving community, there is a private Facebook group that the WSN supports and moderates. So you're welcome to join that. There's a, a thousands of women in there that are there to support you that are there to be in service to your growth in skydiving and all of that. So that's available. I just want to make sure I say that. Um yeah, I mean I'm just I'm just so grateful. I'm thrilled. I'm psyched to see where this goes. I'm not joking that I will not I will never not talk about this. Like it's that big a deal and it's that beautiful. Awesome. And I look forward to telling this story on bigger and bigger stages. Again, from the perspective of how big a boulder can I throw in? How many ripples can I make, you know, and that's just something that I know is in my skill set, right? So me as an individual teammate to this bigger movement, that's where I'm personally going to be taking this is two stages, you know, and telling the story and so that people can hear it and feel it from my sharing and be hopefully moved and motivated as a result as well.
0: Well, I'm I'm incredibly motivated myself, just watching the whole thing. I I know what it takes to train and what commitment looks like. And I've been inspired by this team of incredible women. So thank you so much for everything that you've done all to all the women on Project 19. Fantastic job. Super proud of you all. You all deserve a huge round of applause and you're all (laughs) champions.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Jay. We love you. Let me just
0: say, oh, thank you. And if you've got some value from this episode, we would really appreciate it if you could help support us. And some of the best ways that you can do that is by subscribing. Go on YouTube, look us up, hit subscribe, hit like on episodes. If you want to talk to us, you can make comments on those episodes on YouTube. We do read all the comments. You can find us on Instagram as well. Uh, but you can also get us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud we're all over the place. We're on Facebook. You can get to our website at trustthejourney.today, all one word. And you can sign up for our newsletter where you'll get our regular uh, emails from both Melanie and I, as well as if you want to reach out to either one of us individually, you can get Melanie at melaniecurtis.com and myself at jasonmoletsky.com do we miss anybody?
1: Oh, so many things. Just everybody listening. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. It makes it just we really, really appreciate you spending your time, heart, energy. And like Jay said, any shares that you think this would help someone else, please share it. Please share it. But really just thank you for being here and we love you and that's it. We just we love you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thanks to the Trusted the Journey family. You guys are
1: the bomb. Yeah. Go team. Love you.